Like, if something catastrophic <laughs> happens in my life, I'll be like, you know what? I could be fucking dead right now. I'm just going to open one of my unopened toys. Yeah. Like, a dead me wouldn't be able to appreciate the squid from Prometheus as much as the living me does now. Right. And since I almost just died, uh, that's pretty pretty much my only takeaway from life or death situations is I want to go open one of my toys, is what I'm saying. So that's, yeah. that's how some of these ended up opened. I mean, I have special edition sealed records that serve the same purpose. It just works out that I'm currently opening them every day. Right. So you're 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 saying that your mental sanity can be gauged essentially by how many records you are opening and listening to yeah. from your no, personal no, private collection. Just, just opening. Not even listening to. Yeah. Last night I opened uh <laughs> last night I opened uh the new Elliot Smith box set. It's oh, like, okay. It's I was like gonna say table book. <laughs> I was gonna say like is the first one that you're going to talk about like an artist who committed suicide and that's a hard yes. <laughs> yeah, that's a hard yes. <laughs> I was going to say what is the record that you have wrapped up so that if you're going to go kill yourself <laughs> you would run to open it but it seems as if last night you already opened it. So, uh, yeah, I that's hope, what's up, dude. Last night I opened it and read an entire book about Elliot Smith uh, <laughs> and then didn't listen to the record. Does the last chapter end in just a sentence unfinished? It's like, and then Elliot. R.I.P. To the real ones. A serious real one. Yeah. Um, David Carradine, kind of in the same camp. <laughs> How fucking dare you? <laughs> R.I.P. to a real one. Yeah. Went out on top. Went out swinging. From his closet. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't mean it. I, I, I didn't mean it. Gentlemen, welcome to the Movie Blues Podcast Season 3. I am Daniel Scott Lyons. <laughs> and I'm Daniel Steven Enden. <laughs> nice. Again, we are both two DSs on a quest here, um, and that quest is to review the best fucking movies that we possibly can find. Yes. Um, we are going to continue that tradition today, aren't we, Dan? We are. Um, we are going to do a live reading of uh, 2020's film, Anti-Coronavirus. Yeah, the seminal. Um, which I can barely say without <laughs> laughing. Yeah. Uh, we uh, basically, over the break, uh, we were looking into what kind of corona movies we could do. Uh, we well, found first we were looking into what movies we'd be able to see in the theater once corona was surely over. Right, yeah. As uh, Dan Enden himself said, quote, if the plague ends, this podcast ends. So, <laughs> the fact of the matter is, if you're hearing our voices right now, that means you're still at risk. The apocalypse is still happening. <laughs> Uh, it's a slow burn. Yeah, wear, wear a mask. <laughs> Fans of slow burn cinema. Yeah. <laughs> welcome, <laughs> welcome to your favorite year in American history. Yeah, 2020, an A24 film. Um, so 2020 is going down like a fucking bag of nails, and yeah. um, it's currently September. I think that um, you know, we could have waited until you or I were comfortable enough to go see Tenet in theaters. I would have seen it today. Yeah, that was today for you. Uh, you are not down. <laughs> um, I'm willing to risk my life for art sweetie so it's just the way it is i am too but not for tenant not for tenant good distinction <laughs> um we will be doing tenant this season don't, though. Um, don't get me wrong if the new godzilla was out today <laughs> <laughs> you would be there if godzilla versus kong was out today i would be making you go to go see it there's no doubt in my mind i'd be dragging you to that yeah and if you got covid i would like forever like think it was hilarious that you got it from seeing Godzilla. Yeah. Um, you know the 4DX is open, though, for Tenet. Does that change your stance at all? Wait. <laughs> <laughs> so during the plague, they're going to keep you in yes. the room with cycled air conditioner as air conditioning as yes. well as just spray you with ambiguous liquid. Ambiguous, recycled fluid. <laughs> and just, like, launch air, bl air blowers at your face and shit. That's right, Dan. <laughs> like, the week after they finally conceded that the, the disease is actually airborne. Um, let alone the fact that during this airborne pandemic that we're going to have, they will be literally shaking people in their seats, causing their fluids, and 
and saliva to go completely wild in every direction around them. But I think there is a percent um, uh, restriction, so it would only be. Remember when we were kids, and you'd you'd think about adults, like adults were this this like this wild like separate thing from you like there was like this degree of wisdom that you're like someday like i'll be able to understand what the fuck it is but whatever's going on there is very heady and they know what they're doing right and like man it's so crazy how much shit everyone knows and and, and then i became i became an adult right and everything's the worst right and everyone is so fucking stupid and foolish all the time and like ha- dude chris nolan really wants this movie to be seen in theaters <laughs> like I, I get it but like who who was the one dude do you think this is who like amongst us do you think this is a thing of necessity where they're like 40x is already going bankrupt like we need to use this equipment um because yeah. our, our lease is almost up i mean do, do you think they've changed the mist water since quarantine or it's still yeah the same now match? it's purell <laughs> At the end of the movie, you just get shot with a wave of Purell. Yeah, and they just fucking light you on fire on your way out. Well, anyway, folks, since we could not go to the movie theater today, uh, we've decided to watch a movie in the Movie Blues podcast studio, which is back up operational. We're wearing masks, gloves. Um, I'm wearing two condoms. It's You saw a bit I was about to say I'm wearing two condoms. <laughs> Honestly, we should, just one of us should do the podcast then from now on. Yeah. If we keep thinking of the same ideas, I'll just do this episode. Should we each wear a condom? Uh, Anyway. It's a um, a prophylactic. (laughs) um, uh, Another thing that you said um, at the end of last season was um, (laughs) when season three starts and quote, we return to the movies. So I guess. I I said that? Yeah. So somewhere in this season. Oh yeah. Well, okay. We'll we'll do so. We'll, We'll make these prophecies come true. Just not yet. Yeah. So I mean, initially the idea had been, well, we're gonna do a super long season two, and then that way, however long it takes for the movies to become reasonable to go to again. And we literally tapped out. That'll be that'll be a reasonable season break. We're like, surely it won't go so far that we would literally want to be starting a third season of the show. And then the news was like, hey, you guys could probably go to the movies when you're 40. When we started doing season two and immediately Corona happened, if you would have said, what do you think season three is going to look like? I would have pictured there would have been flying cars everywhere. (laughs) We would be living in a Marxist utopia of some kind. We would Um, have already seen fucking a new Fast and the Furious. Yeah. A new new Godzilla. Oh, yeah. Fucking, uh... We would see Tenet and it would be good. Yeah. There was was one more that we were... Back then, that's what we assumed. Yeah, right, right. We were really looking forward to one other absurdity that was going to come out. Um, Well, anyway, everything's canceled. A Quiet Place 2 is now going to come out in the year 2058. Um, Yeah, Jackass 4 is delayed. Jackass 4 has been delayed. Um, Like, that can't go right to fucking Netflix. Well, I think they're waiting, actually, for Steve-O's next relapse, to be perfectly honest. Um... Uh, that's... I, I wish no ill on Steve-O. <laughs> I prefer him as a sober vegan. Um, anyway... Um, um, yeah, dude! I just want everyone to know that we're trying out here, and, uh, we're just going to start the season, and, um, yeah. we... Oh, uh, Donald Trump brought peace to the Middle East? Yeah, oh yeah, that happened too. <laughs> that That is not a pipe dream, though. That happened. <laughs> so, uh, if you're looking for a good place, uh, to go vacationing this year as a white Jew, uh, head on to Egypt. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of people there that are just waiting to give yes. you a big hug. Ask for the shawarma. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, as we were trying to devise what we would do for today, we wanted to look into some coronavirus-related filmmaking, which is To now, which I said, surely that doesn't exist yet. Um, as I mentioned at the end of last season, while we were still, again, in the plague, um, there was one fantastic movie that does include the coronavirus and Zoom and, oh, right. and um, uh, you know, modern-day quarantine vibe. Uh, that movie is called Host. Uh, it was made by Shudder, which is like the horror yeah, TV the, station. The streaming service. Um, and, uh, I used to have a Shudder subscription. It was quality. Well, and now they do original programming and such, I'm they told. Do. Um, so this is an original film from them. It is one hour long, which I have a lot to say about. I could do, honestly, a whole side piece about what I think about a movie that is one hour long. I think it felt really good, and I almost wish that more movies were one hour long. It just was like, 
An hour? All right, so I've been watching a lot of Batman the Animated Series lately, right. and in 20 minutes, they have a three-arc structure to almost every single episode that has different locales. It has, I mean, they can pack so much into a show that was hand-animated and was 20 minutes long. I know for a fact that most movies could condense mostly everything that happened in them to an hour. I know Speed Racer would be great for that, and a host of other films that I've seen that just do circles around themselves for hours on end. Um, and I think like, that like an it. hour felt great. <laughs> <laughs> so go check out The Host. or it was, It's actually just called Host. I made the same mistake again. And it was one of the scariest found footage style things I've seen in a long time. Um, bring your wife. Bring your grandpappy. Um, Don't bring your grandpappy. Bring him. It's, 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 it's COVID. <laughs> He's most at risk. It's time to catch that inheritance you've been waiting for, kid. Give your pappy the coronavirus. Just take him to see 10 and it'll let, let 40X do the work for you. Kids, go out, pick your grandpappy up, drop him off at Tenet, where they're going to get a big old disease. Do you remember what episode it was where we were sitting there being like, uh, like, how long do you think it'll be till they start making COVID movies? They waited like at least two years for like Flight 93. It was like five minutes. Yeah, it was like, we're, we're not even at the halfway point of the virus and there's three movies. The day that the coronavirus came out, some Jew in a studio was like, oh yes, this is perfect. <laughs> I've got tons of ideas. And like came yeah. walking down and was like, jackpot, fellas. Yeah, yeah, yelled down to his assistant, just like, hey. Monopoly! <laughs> um, okay, so today we're going to watch the movie uh, Anti-Coronavirus. I'm going to play a trailer for you guys up front um, yeah. so you can hear. Made from the filmmakers of Antichrist. They're creating a panic for no reason. You and Mom did just get back from Europe. I think the whole thing's a joke. It's no worse than the flu. <laughs> Babe, it's going to be okay. She's concerned he might be sick. Dad seems like a healthy guy. <laughs> I'm sure he'll be fine. Is he gonna be all right? We're not sure, Sarah. 103.5? That's not good. Oh my god! Basically all in chaos right now because of the virus. The true test of faith is not what we do when times are good. Why do you keep telling me to not be afraid? I'm afraid! But what we do in times of despair What's happening? It's just a matter of time. <laughs> Fear is going to be our new enemy. Ultimately, it's up to you and your will to want to survive. I'm pretty, pretty sure this movie was made in one week. Yes, uh, I believe it is was. That right, I, believe, I believe it was made in eight days. Eight days. Yeah. Um, so it, no, it, correction. It was written and filmed in eight days. I do not know anything about the political affiliation of the people who made this. Do you? I don't. Okay, so I don't, I don't know. I kind of wanted to see if we could derive that from the yes, picture, which going to be typically in that genre, you can. I have two goals I want to come into anti-coronavirus with. One of them. Uh, being that I want to see how long it takes for me to not want to drink alcohol while watching this. I think that I should not be drinking today under any circumstances. I want to see to which and which point I will eventually break and need to drink a glass of scotch. Um, the other of which is I'd like to know the affiliation of the people who made it and their intent, which well, we will try to suss out. Well, we know the director is a Middle Eastern man. The producer director. Right. That's all we got so far. That's all we got. Yeah. Working on that alone. Yeah. I'm gonna say that this is gonna be pretty bad. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Peace in the Middle East, Trump 2020. Dude, relax. <laughs> Alright, so we about to watch this bullshit. Um Can you yeah. can you just like Retract your fucking Trump 2020 that you. Put I don't know out if I can the retract that. I think I'll expand on. I'm gonna it record instead. it and send fucking recordings to Dave. Um, I'm gonna expand on it instead, in the sense that like, um, like this was made by a Muslim man, but I still do ascribe to the fact that the day that coronavirus happened. Uh, like a Jew kicked it off, you know what I mean? And like <laughs> when Mort Feitelstein like ran down the stairs, he was like, he was like, fellas, and he was like, but they can't know it was us this time. We made the virus, but we can't make the movie. 
And then like a whole bunch of Jews in like what? a set of gear were like were like yes yes yes, yes and like praying and like bowing their heads. Um, and then you know the decision was made to pass it to like a Palestinian guy, but one that's been fully brainwashed you're and indoctrinated fucking, by the state of Israel. You're gonna get picked up in a fucking van tomorrow walking down the street <laughs> if you keep saying if you keep fucking speaking this. Truth. And you're the one that was burning a goddamn cop car, and I'm gonna get picked up that in a was, van. That was I was listen. <laughs> I did no such thing. Let me make clear. <laughs> I resent you continuously trying to incriminate me on a podcast. The movie is called Anti-Corona. And why is why is your go-to Jew impression like Professor Frank? <laughs> like, <laughs> I have a bunch. I mean, I have like a much older, poorer Jew that I can do. Um, who's more of like a Zadie type. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I, for this was going for young, 40s-style Wall Street broker Jew. Just like, <laughs> fellas, the deal of the century's yeah. here. <laughs> and you can't tell, but I'm doing the little thing where um, with my hand when I do this voice, it's almost as if I'm pinching a penny. Um, that gets me kind of in touch with the Jewishness in myself is just this pinch right here. Yeah. It's like a, a Jew try, trying to pinch a penny into a liquid that's more valuable. Every time your hands make that motion off in the distance, your dad feels like a tingle down his spine. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, like pure pride. Um, my dad, is, by the way, my dad was in that boardroom when Mort came down and was like... <laughs> yeah, for, yeah, <laughs> got for the sure. idea. My dad was like, we'll sell them building materials yeah. during the quarantine. They'll love it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to employ all the people who don't believe the virus hey, is real. Fuck you. That's not what my dad sounds like. Yes, it is. All right. So today we're going to be watching the 2020 <laughs> film Coronavirus. We should have your brother on the show. We should not do that ever. <laughs> for sure not. <laughs> I mean, he can't. He's not even allowed to watch movies in the cult that he's in. So that's a that's a pass for me. <laughs> Is he um, allowed to listen to podcasts? I don't know. Uh, probably not in ones where his brother's doing the Mort Feitelstein voice. I'm guessing. <laughs> like uh, that's at the top, the top of his list. Is no no podcasts where someone's pin- like pinching a penny into liquid. <laughs> so yeah. Um, <clears throat> anyway, we're going to be watching a film today. It's called Anti-Coronavirus. Dan, are you ready to start the film? Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. <laughs> it's going to be great! Yeah. Oh, yeah. Here come a bunch of studio logos that we never recognize <laughs> yeah. in a hundred years. Yeah, but they always have, like, dope-ass logos because they got one Persian to invest his fucking inheritance into it. You ever see, like, the opening logos to a movie and you pray it's part of the movie just because it looked like it was made on a good computer? <laughs> yes, like just now. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're watching a version of this movie that has hard-coded Chinese subtitles, which I will not comment on how I feel about that being a language hard-coded to this film. So that's Korean on the bottom. I, oh, I thought that was just cursive Chinese. I believe that's Korean. We, we don't even get to have, like, the fun thing like we got to have during Rain Over Me, where we got to be like, remember 9-11? No, no one had fun with that. I mean, there are people who had fun. They just... The Jews were dancing on the rooftops! <laughs> <laughs> Trump was like... Okay, yeah, wait, yeah, hold on. Trump, Trump was like, yeah, it was terrible. I had the tallest a, building. It said Matish Patel was yeah. the name. Yeah. Is that Middle Eastern? or Patel is, that... is Indian. Okay, I, yeah. T- typically. Okay. Is India the Middle East? Nope. Cool. We got two white people getting home from vacation. Yeah. Yeah, the good time. The one guy has horrible skin. You know what? One man looks very sick and potentially Republican. (laughs) Yeah. He's shrewish, yet slightly more attractive wife than he should have. Yeah, that mustache. You could tell back in the day she really loved the way he beat up queers at the link. Someone would be great. All right, coming up. What would motivate an Indian person to make this film? How, like, I just don't understand, like, when the idea was, like, let's get a good protagonist for it to be, like, an old man with a Hitler mustache. Right, yeah, and yeah. And liver-spotted skin. Yeah. He looks like, uh, It's because he needed to have pre-existing conditions. <laughs> Positive as always. Came by to check on you. All right, so old guy and his wife are checking on their father, who is the same age as the husband. That is without a doubt. <laughs> The man who is the main character is easily 63 years old. His dad is easily 64 to 65 years old. Yeah. How would both of you like to go out and feed the ducks? Why does this man have access to ducks (laughs) at a retirement? Feed the ducks. Oh, cocky poo. I'll be dead tomorrow anyway. Thank God. (laughs) 
we have to go to the mall. Lucky. James and Naomi. Come on. <laughs> we just wanted to stop by and give you the watch. Brad. Girl <laughs> Uh-oh, Grandpa's coughing. In a fucking restaurant, guy. Oh, and take a sip of this unsweet oh, nice tea, Grandpa. Virus? What's that, James? The coronavirus? Due to this flu panic. It's not panic to be cautious. He just, he just heard about it. And is like, I can't take it with this flu panic. Yeah, right, right. He you were just informed of this one minute ago after your first cough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. this guy coughed. Someone else asked him if it was the new virus. He was then taught what virus, and now he's like, I can't handle this fucking outrage! Look at him, he's going everywhere. He's spreading it. They're showing. They're teaching us the ignorance of fucking... of uh, overconfidence, man. We got a super spreader. Hey, what's up? Wait, lock on to the super spreader. I'm super feeling that this dude's got two pictures of his grandkids turned towards... Yeah, they're facing outwards. They're turned towards the user, towards the visitor (laughs) of of his... Yeah, Yeah, talk talk about bragging. It's like, if you're going to come to my office, you best respect my grandkids. (laughs) Here they are. Are you going to tell my grandkids I can't take off because I'm coughing? Look in their faces. This this is Matish Patel's... Like... His his, his perspective of white, white office culture. <laughs> He's like, white people love looking at their grandkids. There's nothing the whites more like more than looking at pictures of their cute grandchildren, taking them to the pool and to Pizza Hut. Yeah, I know this. That is what an Indian person thinks about. <laughs> Chris, I'm sorry. It's just for a couple more weeks until this thing. He's like, uh, okay, I got space for two more pictures. Yes. Two more pictures of the grandchildren would be perfect, perfect. Yes, up on the wall. Yes, perfect. (laughs) And then at the end of the day, Matish Patel is like, yes, print two more. (laughs) And the costume designer is like, what do you mean print two more? Yes, I want two more pictures of the grandchildren for my own personal research. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Dude, some Indian people get mixed up with evangelical Christianity. They get mixed up in everything. I feel like... (laughs) Sneezing. And make sure Doc hangs around. For real. By that you mean evangelical. The whole freaking thing is a joke. Uh oh. Okay, so Grandpa's not believing it as Corona. Grandpa recently spent some time at the bowling alley with my stepfather. Could they not have gotten any kind of colored sock for this man to wear? He's wearing geriatric white socks. Yeah, he's a geriatric white man. Okay, good. I'm gonna go His wife is literally in overalls. Yes, what do white people they like? Could, they could not have found a frumpier actress. <laughs> white people like to go out and haunt and hide each other. I think we've reached the, the, end, of the, the end of the Indian accent. No, I'm, like, I'm exploring the pathos. This was part of what we were supposed to do. We were okay, supposed to find out what the intent was. Where to begin? So what do what people like doing on the weekend? Um, <laughs> they're like walking up hills that they're in no shape to walk up. <laughs> oh, neither did. Oh my god, you know, he's making a walk. This hiking scene is painful to watch. Overweight white assholes walking up an extremely steep hiking hill and neither of them, you can tell they both have sciatic. Now remember, both of you are in Peak, peak physical condition. So make it look like you're very healthy. I want people to know that coronavirus can attack anyone. <laughs> it seems like everywhere I go, everyone asks if I'm okay. Fine. Are you? You know what Max called while you're, like you're out? Coughing everywhere. Doesn't sound good. Very sick. Yeah. It's very, it's very obvious. Yeah, I know. I noticed blood on your pillowcase. You should go to the doctor. Yeah. Right? You're leaking. There's always something wrong with my dad. It's like, Matish, uh, these, these two men you've chosen, his father and son, are, are, are visibly the same age. He's like, white people, they all look the same. He's not always easy to get along with. Old, young. Think about the time you have to... Babe, frankly, I'm tired of I'm sick of this goddamn bullshit! I'm gonna call a doctor. Did you notice you know, earlier how they were they were sick, using uh, at the at the dinner either. table argument they were using like okay. point of view lens briefly? Yes, but they weren't be, they weren't being consistent with it though. So it would no. be like there's also a like point of view one shot shaky one shot one shot POV shot one shot. So the perspective was all fucked. Correct. <laughs> That's <laughs> strong filmmaking. Matisse at his best. Well, it's avant garde. 
He's like, just like saving Private Ryan. He's like, if you shake the camera, it causes everyone to be <laughs> very upset. <laughs> I know you remember the D-Day. He's like, I want to model my film after the cinema epic Peep Show. Oh. Whoa, damn, no. She's concerned he Foreign accents. Dude, relax. All right, relax. <laughs> relax, fucking... <laughs> really, Dan? That's what we're doing? Dude, I'm just like... That's what we're doing this season. You gotta chill. Funny voices. Okay, so his same-age dad is now tested for coronavirus. Yeah. And this guy's supposed to be getting progressively worse, but they've given no makeup, nothing to make him look sicker. He's just coughing. He's just the same guy dry hacking. She's like, you need to go see a doctor. He's like, go talk to a goddamn Indian. (laughs) (laughs) This is going to be the director. Bruce Gunther? Oh no, that's the that's the RN. Hold on, I, that's so funny. I thought for sure he's like, I'm not going to see no Jew doctor. I swear to God, are there still Jewish doctors? I is that a thing? Or if this doctor is if this doctor is Indian, oh my God! Of course, that's, that's him. That's him for sure. That's fucking him. Yeah. Oh my. That was amazing. I really, I've hit a new level of understanding. Um, for sure, the guy was like, okay, so for, just, Gunther? just so everyone, just so everybody knows, um, for sure, what happened here is Matisse was like. I need to show the Americans someone who is strong, someone who is wise, someone who will give good advice about the corona. And he's like, me. Because, like, what it always is with these movies is, like, foreign directors make them, like, um, The Room and stuff like that, and Birdemic, and all these, like, hilariously unintentional movies are made by, like, vain, narcissistic... Well, I guess kind of M. Night Shyamalan falls into the same category of showing up in your own movies and being Indian, but... (laughs) And I'm almost positive that that must be him, right? Should we look up a picture of him? Should we wait till after? Yeah, I guess, like, that's the best time for research. Okay, here we go, guys. It's Matisse time. How are you doing? Not good. Why? (laughs) (laughs) Why? Oh, my. What's wrong? Are you kidding me? The care facility that my father's at... They notified me that he tested positive for the virus. Okay. I was just there last week, visiting my father. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, whoa, bro, stop coughing near me. Don't worry about it. I'll get you a test, go home, self-quarantine. On the way out, don't touch anything. There is exactly 0% chance that it's not the director. So he just sprayed uh, yeah, okay. like air freshener at the virus. I didn't like that. I didn't like that. The Indian doctor didn't even send his RN. He actually came out himself to spray the air in which the man who had corona walked through. Uh, no mask. He sprayed it with poo-pourri. That was good stuff. Yeah, that was good. They're having a f- Dude, they just had a fight for the toilet paper. Toilet paper fight. Damn. actually realize that this is a respiratory and not a gastrointestinal virus? Did you know when uh, we sent that test out? I think it was about three days ago. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, dude, like, why? Like, there's literally no spin being put on this at all. There's no, like, angle that they're approaching the virus. They're just like, here's a guy who got COVID, the movie. Yeah, it's really uh, not very deep. They're they're, they're like, (laughs) remember when it was hard to get toilet paper like three months ago? Really? I'm like, bitch, I was at the South Philly BJ's. That was nothing what just happened in this film. I saw people walking around with hand trailers. For the coronavirus. (laughs) Fucking with pallets full of toilet paper. Follow the directions to stay quarantined. That means you got it in your. How many people have you been around since then? He got it on his trip to Europe. You need to go get tested. This is, yeah, this movie's very fucking anti-European culture. I knew it. Here comes the fucking typical propaganda trying to redirect the nature of the Wuhan virus. Indian propaganda to show you the colonizers in a bad light. Right, exactly, exactly. You show yeah. You show yeah. Yeah. We, this is finally. You show all the white people. <laughs> the British are finally. The British are finally getting their fucking due with this. <laughs> finally, finally, the political hit job film against Great Britain that we have always been waiting for. As an Indian man blames white people for spreading coronavirus all across the world. 
Sort of. It's also, like, like really by the nature of the fact that Korean subtitles are hard-coded yeah, into this, that would lead one to believe that this has been distributed widely in Korea, South Korea. Yeah, I mean, that's just, it's very frightening to think that this movie made it out of someone's computer, <laughs> let alone across the world for uh, critical discourse. It's pretty pathetic. Yes. This is, this is the best movie from Korea since Parasite. <laughs> And the best movie made by an Indian man in Korean about an American pandemic. It must be all the hand washing you're doing. Easily. Remember when this guy earlier was like, it's no big deal. Now I'd be like, get another chance. I feel like they were really trying to convey to us that that's misguided. He's going to learn his lesson. Yeah. When he, I'm calling it. When like he the fucking died. No. He's going to learn he's his gonna lesson. He's going to live and the, his fucking grandchildren are going to die or what's going to happen. He, at some point, he's going to be in a hospital bed and he's going to be like, I should have listened to Dr. Patel. There's 0% chance that happens because there's no way they had the budget for a hospital bed for this one. Well, it's going to be this room when yeah. dressed as a hospital. <laughs> Allow me to take my, your temperature with my vibrator. 103.5? That's not good. <laughs> I'm calling the doctor. Yeah, that's reasonable. Yeah, they got fucking... So the just wife got... called, quote, the doctor, yeah. and six people showed up in full hazmat suits, yeah. pulling him out yeah. of the front door of his house in fucking front of all of his neighbors. The George Soros deep state arrived to take him back to their Jew lair. To perform Jew experiments on his COVID-infested blood so that they could weaponize it in order to encapsulate more children with Hillary Clinton. Hey, Naomi. And pizza is involved. Yeah. Hashtag pizza. Your dad yeah. just left for the hospital right now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he was taken away by a legion of men in suits. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they took him away like E.T. when he got sick. Remember? The government showed up and they attached a tube to the front of his house. Remember when they take the guy in District 9? It's like no. that. It's like when E.T. got sick and turned white and, and fell down in the forest and the government showed up. Right oh, with my him. husband. Okay. This is like some Thank Tim and Eric doctor. shit, dude. It's it. just like, it's doctor. not... Yes. It's got nothing. Do you mind just giving him... This has nothing. <laughs> like, this is nothing. <laughs> what is that cell phone? This is, this is like what phone. your boomer aunt thinks <laughs> getting coronavirus is like. It makes... Very, yeah. very little... It's a uh, coronavirus soap opera. Yeah, it's done very little to intrigue me. When does the anti Papa come in? Or is it night. saying that the film itself is an anti-coronavirus statement? <laughs> they're sad. Okay. They're conveying sadness. <laughs> okay, they're, they're trying here. Yeah. At least they're trying. Yeah. It's kind of undermined by that fucking lime green Mountain Dew-esque wall art behind them. They also look like they were just about to kind of make out for a second there. I, I didn't get that vibe at all, but... <laughs> all I saw was you two women sharing their pain and crying with their faces touched. Really close. Yeah. Their faces were really close yeah. together. They were just spitting into each other's mouths. What's that? They're spreading. Super spreader. Confirmed. See, when white people get diseases, <laughs> they become instantly famous. James and I It's a huge deal. I'm doing anything we can <laughs> to help a cause If this happened to a brown person, they don't I care. That. But white people, they go crazy. Thank you so much. Please just go home and be with those girls. Thank and give them now. Corona as well. Yeah. Make out, make out, make out, make Oh shit! Oh my god! Dude, okay, dude, they pretty much, they pretty much dude, almost made it out there. You know it, you know it. Like, I saw the look on your fucking face. Is this a? Is this like supposed to be like, like that Brandon Fraser anti-Semitic movie? Remember that shit? It's dazzled. No. <laughs> oh, his father died. Sorry, I didn't tell you in the hospital. He looks so. I didn't want you to be upset. He looks so not sick. Exactly. The Hold on. on Saturday. She was with him. Did she just said, sorry, I didn't tell you in the hospital that your father died. I didn't want you to get upset. So instead, after I left, I FaceTimed you to tell you. Mm-hmm. When people are too preoccupied with their technology. <laughs> oh, yeah, there you go. Get it on it, buddy. Yes, yeah, it makes you feel uncomfortable, right? This is what you've been doing. No, I've been doing it with such tact. <laughs> 
He was a man you had to know to. I know the difference. I know where the line is. I was I was using like like an accurate specific dialect. You were doing like Quickie Murder. Sure. If the dialect is convenience store, then yeah, you were nailed it. His family. He's a man who found it hard. Is he? Oh, he's zooming so into his dad's funeral yeah. from the hospital. From the quarantine. Where they got like kente cloths everywhere? What, what was that <laughs> shit? I'm, I'm Jewish. I don't know about these Christian flags. How much he really? This was uh, the big purple flag that Jesus wore yes, yeah. when uh, the Jews the ripped him to shreds. That's what they used to fucking like hang themselves by as they get children to blow them. Verses thirty-five and thirty-seven through thirty-nine. This is the uh, purple cape that we put over the kids when we touch them. Dude, the, like, no woman has worn that haircut in the last fifteen years. That's like a scream haircut. This is what white people look like. These are the plants they buy. White people love ferns. Put them everywhere. That's not, that's not how mail works. She's like, bills, bills, bills. <laughs> this damn corona is making me broke. Yeah, as she throws them across her Mazda. What is happening anymore <laughs> in this movie? How much she, further is this going to have to go? I mean, oh, do you think? Right, right, why does he have a Motorola flip phone? Just, Please talk to me about this. I need to pause for a second. Okay. Because what we're looking at right now is like... <laughs> Dexter's the, the way that they yeah. got out of having to... Film this scene with him in the hospital is by saying that he's in an isolation room, and that just means that they put this dude in a room with fluorescent lights and just put a piece of plastic <laughs> yeah. behind him. It's like when Dexter kills someone. He's got like seventy-year-old medical equipment around <laughs> him and just a bag, an ivy bag hanging that does not appear to be connected to his body at all. Yeah, right. As someone who has had to rent medical equipment for staging demos at work, I can assure you that they walked into a medical supply <laughs> rental company and spent at most two hundred dollars for all of the props in this movie. The chair is simply a <laughs> office chair with scrubs draped yeah. over it, yes. meant to appear as if it is a hot. Hospital bed, I suppose. Movie magic, dog. <laughs> Good things come to those who love the Lord. There it is. To those who are called for His purpose. All right. What? All right. Okay. Out. So is this a Christian movie? Well, that was what, what we suspected. Let's see. I mean, if good things come to them, then we know that it's a Christian movie. Virus? That doesn't really line up with my Indian agenda, though. No. Baby, what's going on? Why, why did he have an iPad to communicate with her with, and now he's a flip phone? Yeah, yeah right. What is he doing with the tech? Take care of me. people have every here. kind, every kind of tech beepers. <laughs> <laughs> Motorola kickback. Um, Do you hear me? Dude, his eyebrow work has been... They always have to anytime minutes. <laughs> what? What, baby? I'm sorry. I love you. I love you, and I'm going to make it. You understand, Laura? Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. The, the Academy Award goes to old Ron Swanson Hitler-looking guy. Why is, why is the director presenting the... Because this is going to be a video that he's going to make in which, for your consideration, but he's, like, giving the award to the lead character in this movie. What do you think you're doing here? Okay, we have a few questions for you, ma'am. Do you mind? Yes, I mind. Get out of my private property. Do you understand? How long has your husband been sick? My husband's what are you sick doing? Get out of here. One white person gets sick, the whole world goes crazy. I've seen a lot of other patients not make it. But ultimately, see, that's not how doctors talk to their patients. They're like, look, several other people had the exact same thing. Your will to want to survive? Oh, okay. So this is like a this is like a capitalism thing. Capitalist hospital. Yeah, right. Right. This is like a pull pull yourself up by your bootstraps and beat the virus. Only you can pull yourself out of it. There's no point. This this like a science can't help. There's no point. There's no point in lockdowns. There's no point in masks and social distancing. Only you. Will mm-hmm. fuck this movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what a turn we've made, Mr. Patel. Star. Get some rest, Let's get him on the show. I'll come back and check on you tomorrow. I bet we can get him on the fucking yeah, show. Thank we gotta work that out before we release this episode. Cool, yeah, and then he's gonna listen to this, in which I do an Indian accent for 48% of the... That's what I'm saying, we have to get the interview first. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs>
that, that was, this all this all would be a good episode to push publicly as far as we can. That's a good idea, Dan. <laughs> Let's start with that season three opener. Lots of racist voices. Yeah, if there's one thing that fucking feels appropriate for this year, it's bringing back Middle Eastern racism. And <laughs> you came in here. I came in hot, dude. It can't be good. I'm trying to see this movie through the eyes of its director. I'm sorry if that has offended anyone, but I, I, I am trying to do my best to do critical. The old I'm sorry if that offended anyone. It's a classic. Fucking. All right, I will see you. You goddamn alt right fucking dog whistling fucking. You can't just say you can't just say words in a row, man, <laughs> and think that they mean something. What do you mean? It's what people do to me on the internet, literally. I've done every no, day. I've done no dog whistling, sir. Like <laughs> what he needs most. Okay, right so now. we've we've reached our central conflict. So please, it's man versus himself. Man versus himself. V coronavirus. He needs positive energy. It's, will it's all in your head. It's not something we can treat. Well, really so the best climax we can hope for is that he finds the will I to live. Don't mean to offend anybody, but. You may want to consider praying. We all may just need that. Jesus Christ. Yeah, tell me this isn't oh, a Christian God. movie. Tell me! He's doctor. The main character's son-in-law is not having this, yeah. any of this. That guy, he doesn't like his kids, he doesn't like his wife, <laughs> he does not like his father-in-law who's sick and wants him to die. It's I wouldn't a mind, sad dynamic. I wouldn't mind, like, a sequel or, like, a spin-off film of, like, all of these same events, but just following him as the protagonist, where he's just, like, in the back room blazing, just, like, God. Fed up. <laughs> it's like, he's like, I'm just gonna tune out, man. I hate these people. He's like, I, I had one rule, don't bring the COVID-infested woman into our house and let's let her hug our children. <laughs> they broke my one rule. He may still be here today. Oh, so he gave it to his dad. The virus did. You understand? Unbelievable. You've got to quit thinking that way. Just below the frame, she's getting eaten out by the pool boy right now. Yeah, just below. She's getting her fucking box munched by Jimmy. By Jesus. Their young Indian pool boy. Did you look up and find out if the director was the guy? Nah, I just. It is. That's that. I'm not, I'm not looking like it up. If you looked up that guy's name, you'd you just get 600,000 LinkedIn profiles. <laughs> it's so dope we're attacking Indian people, though. This is like an all-new... Never thought to do it until today, so this is good. This is going well. Yeah, I mean, I'm guilty by association, for sure. I was on board with Morty Finkelstein, but... Yeah, that's that's back when things were a lot simpler. You yeah, know? it's much easier when you yourself are Jewish. Right. Should I wear Indian face and then this becomes okay? I don't think even saying Indian face is something I want to hear. So, yeah, I don't know. No, I'm going to say no, that's not okay. Oh, God, I can't. I can't do any more of this. This is bad. We got time. Feel free to cut out all the Indian stuff, though. No, that's, that's some of the only stuff that's going to land, I feel like. For sure, like without a doubt. I'm going to cut the one thing I said. I can't remember what it was, but everything else is flying in hot. <laughs> feel free to, so feel free to just delete the entire episode, is what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. That's fair. Mostly just the one time I tried. Oh, yeah, okay. That one I will delete, because maybe just because it wasn't funny, but I think it was got, it got funny, so I don't know. We'll have to see how tangled that is in with good humor. I'm not sure, but... I think uh, it was a good whack at it. I think you did your you did your research. <laughs> you did your footwork on that accent. <laughs> I'm not doing an Indian accent. I'm doing the director's accent. Right. This would be like if I talked like Quentin Tarantino. Right. I'm not doing an impression of a white person. I'm doing an impression of Quentin. You know right. I mean? Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Right. Okay. Right. Let me see okay. Your okay. So the thing, uh, right? The okay. Thing is, you know. The souls it will refresh. We also thank you for bringing us all together 
Dear Lord. We thank you for killing my asshole of a stepfather. When people think they pray the way of anything, science not real. I show them in the movie that white people are wrong. He's gonna die. He's gonna die. And all this movie about praying and faith, none of that's gonna matter. Yeah, right. Because it's gonna be an Indian person's idea of how stupid white people are for thinking faith could overcome science. Dude, what if it was just like super rogue and just like the third act is just someone breaking into the house and just shooting them all to death and becomes like funny games? If there this was, is what your prayers get you, bitch. If there was any shift, even one fiftieth of that caliber, <laughs> yeah. like if, if, even, if even a robber showed up, even as just a B plot, this movie would instantly go up, like to to its end. Yeah, yeah to its end. Listen, mom, I've fucked around on your daughter a lot. Got a lot of other women pregnant. My prick is. Lots of weird bumps on it from all the shitty, terrible things I've done to your family. But I want to let you know if your husband dies, he was okay and Ron is real. I'll humbly accept his money. Yeah. I'm going to need that inheritance immediately forwarded over to me. I've squandered all my money on FanDuel, online casino on my phone. I've placed a lot of regrettable bets this year. And are you trying? Uh, we're sorry. All, all the doctors here are white. So he's, he's failing. He's, he's failing. Uh, his faith isn't enough. Um, we, we tried to get him a Jew, and they're just, they're, they were not around because you, you ran them all from town for usury. <laughs> we tried to call an Indian in, but uh, they ended up having to work that day at the call center. Dude, hot hold on. Also, this is now the third different time what's supposed to be another rising action to the climax, but the only thing each time has been he's not improving. <laughs> That's been the issue each time. They get a phone call. He's not improving. It's not he's getting worse. He's not getting worse. This is the speed racer of coronavirus-related hospital movies shot in seven days. Round and around the same track we go. You know, Dan? Right, Dan? Yeah, I, I I don't I don't relate. <laughs> oh yeah, they missed they missed that they missed that when the granddaughter was on the phone with her clearly dying grandfather, being like, "You can't die. We have more ducks to feed." <laughs> and he was like, "Bitch, I'm literally about to die. I don't care about those ducks. You will feed the ducks. Feed them on your own times. Bring your grandmother over here. I dream of being at the local park with my grandchildren." <laughs> Playing tag games and feeding the dogs. <laughs> that park sucks, dude. <laughs> the fucking office complex. It's like the lunch area for an office place. This is insane. This whole movie was shot at, at one uh, Radisson in Arizona. It was shot on the grounds of a Radisson hotel. <laughs> With full permission yeah. to use all parts of the Radisson, including like the room where there's the vending machine and the ice machine. That was the hospital room. They just draped <laughs> yeah, it in plastic. Right, right. Your grandpa loved you very much. He had a lot of pictures of you on every point of view in his office. And he looked at them every day, pulled out his old liver spotted dick, and beat it to pictures of you every day in his office. Why do you why do you have to bring it there? It was fine when it was the priest who was fucking kids. That's based on reality. There's been no indications that their relationship is anything other than paternal and nurturing. But people are obsessed with their grandchildren. Because they fail. They fail when when they have the first child, they fail. But the grandchild, it opens it up. They love their grandchildren more, so less failure. Oh, they, oh they I bet he just... spots under his eyes. I bet that dream gave him the will to live. You so think now, so? So now he's going to fucking... He's going to get he's better. He's going to beat it. He's going to beat it. He's still going to die, but he's going to beat it first. <laughs> first, he's going to beat it. Look at the pictures of his grandkids. <laughs> And then he's gonna, <laughs> he's gonna die. That will be right before his death. Dude, if the movie ended like that. Maybe you should call him back. <laughs> it was straight up, in, <laughs> it was straight up in the best movie ever. <laughs> like, I would give 
out of ten. Like it's still within the possibility. I would buy ten copies to distribute to my friends instantly. It's still within the possibility of this movie achieving its end. But it can only be it can only be achieved by him fucking being as me. Stop it. It's already been a Christian movie. It's strictly against masturbation, for sure. It would would blow every theme and all the goodwill generated by this movie. Just like like he gets better, he goes into his office at the end. Like the final shot of the movie. <laughs> you know the final shot of happiness is like the come the come hitting the railing yeah, or whatever. Right, right. It's like just come <laughs> picture of his grandkids. <laughs> the fucking titles. Wait, oh my god. <laughs> it just comes up OnlyFans.com. Yeah, like check more. Produced of, by OnlyFans. More of this content. <laughs> okay, great. Dude, look. Family's here. Can we put you on a speaker? Oh my god. Wait, he beat it? Literally in one, one scene Literally, after you said he was gonna beat shit. it, he just beat it? All he had to think about was his fucking grandkids feeding the ducks. A surprise this afternoon. The power of God. Oh, here we go. Celebrating the power of God. Here, who had a pretty interesting, almost fatal experience with the COVID-19 virus. Preach. Oh, my God. I'm very, very happy to introduce to you Bruce Gunn. Hallelujah. So, yeah, cool. We just finished anti-coronavirus. Oh, I see what Mitesh Patel looks like. What does he look like? He is looks like that doctor. He is the doctor, is he not? He is. Woo! Well, <clears throat> that was here's the thing, fucking folks. lit. I didn't look up anything today, and I think if I would have looked up any information about the movie, I probably would have ended up seeing him and would have known it was a doctor, so I'm glad I didn't. He received his bachelor's degree in fine arts in 1996. Well, let's get that rescinded. So that's 24 years ago that he's he been, up to? been able to work on his masterwork. Well, he's been a doctor in that period of time. So. <laughs> <laughs> he's pulling the, uh, what's that, Ken John? John? <clears throat> I bet he is a doctor. I bet he was like a disgraced doctor. No, Dr. for, Ken for 10 years after college, he owned a designing and advertisement business in uh, Kerva, India. Well, I'm not buying what he's selling, brother. <laughs> um, that movie was real bad. It hurt, it hurt me a lot to watch that. That movie was insane. I mean, dude, you've been fucking going on about how I need to get into these Christian-made movies. That wasn't my favorite, though. <laughs> Honestly, like, that was a pretty low-tech version of, like... Like, God is Not Dead is, like, a production. Right. Like, God is Not Dead is funny because, A, Kevin Sorbo, Frev, like, from Hercules, but also... It's just like so. It took so many people to put together, and it runs on the same intellectual level as the movie we just watched. Um, the long and short of it is that this movie was made in a week. It felt like it was made in three days. Um, it felt like an episode of like, uh, like one of those like Skinamax late night like yeah. late night Showtime. Sexy time, softcore thing. I did thing. not like it. <laughs> I did not like it at all. Um, did you think you were going to like it? I thought maybe it would be a little bit more funny, or like uh, depending on what the message was going to be, that they're going to run with. Maybe it was going to be something I could LOL a little harder at. Yeah, I didn't think that it like, was going to be literally nothing. <laughs> it was. Yeah, I mean, it was a movie that was essentially nothing. It was cobbled together. <laughs> through a series of barest, minimum, most boring interactions between (laughs) human beings in a state of absolute panic. Because, yes, like, he's got corona and is dying, but, like, so is the rest of the world, and at no point do they make you feel like this is anything other than one guy who just gets sick by himself and has to deal with coronavirus. Right, right. Like, they are talking about the pandemic on and off, but there's no sense of how it's affecting anyone but them it's really like 
the kind of story, if you're looking for like an archetype for what kind of movie it is, like when you see a movie when one person like gets the scarlet letter and is right. ostracized right. from exactly. the community, like that is the structure of the movie. Yeah. As a man contracts coronavirus, the media, the surrounding neighborhood, the press, quote unquote, the doctors, everyone's judging them. Everyone's like, how could you be spreading this and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. When it's clear as day that it's a pandemic. Right. So everyone is spreading it. Right, exactly. It's so bad that you need to lock an entire country down. They're, so they're condemning. The, they're condemning the societal response. So that is that leads me to, to like, what is the title of the movie, which is anti-coronavirus. Yeah. And I think that in many ways, this movie was about the reaction that other people have to people who have coronavirus like yeah. that other people are anti corona like that that it's almost a judgment on yeah. i don't i don't know who exactly but like for people who think that coronavirus it, it's is a judgment to judge people it, it, it's a judgment on like hysteria but like it portrayed the but hysteria this is the only time a, when it as, happen. Yeah, right. It, the hysteria was portrayed a totally unrealistically, and b like oh, you mean portrayed it, as in one scene in a gas station right. when two women argued over one roll of toilet right. paper. Right, and like secondly, the hysteria is totally founded because it's it's truly the worst a pandemic. pandemic in like a hundred years. <laughs> but as the movie and, said at the end, Dan, yeah, five hundred thousand people survived. Survived yeah. COVID nineteen. It didn't you know, end with any death, any death uh, statistic whatsoever. No, it's a movie of hope. Dan. But just one kind of hope. Yeah. And that yeah, hope it's is the great white Indian hope. Christian hope. <laughs> Dude, this movie was fucking dark. <laughs> like, the whole vibe is just, like, so subtly, like, anti-science, anti-doctors. It was like, you had to get the anti-media jabs yeah. in there. Mm -hmm. Like, it was really like uh, what the Twilight Zone episode, like, the monsters are due on Maple Street, you right. know? Yep. Fucking just... just Everyone's overreacting. If everyone would just pray and fucking just have the will to live, you know, have the strong domestic familial unit so that you have the grandkids yes, yeah. with which to feed the ducks so that yeah. on your deathbed you can use that to pull yourself from oblivion. <laughs> yes. Like, yeah. the white, heterosexual, heteronormative familial unit will pull you through COVID. Right. The doctors know nothing. They're spraying, they're imbeciles, they're Indian imbeciles. <laughs> Well, no, no, the Indian guy, who was the director he of the film, he was spraying fucking Febreze at the virus. <laughs> yes, but he was the only credible doctor. As soon as they switched him to the white hospital, that's when his symptoms went through the roof. Right. There was a movie in which an old man, a very old man, yeah. who accidentally kills his same aged father, then goes on to not spread Corona to anyone. And yet, an entire community blames him for being a super spreader. Right. Who then goes into a semi-question <laughs> right, mark... Family got COVID. Who then goes into a semi-question mark coma inside of, like, a fake hospital made out of one plastic piece of sheeting. Who then overcomes this illness through hope, faith, and having a morbidly sexual dream <laughs> about feeding ducks with his granddaughters. And his family's pr praying In the a office lot. pool of a Radisson. His family's praying a lot. That's and, important. Yeah, the, the general prayer happening, I think, gave power to his story. Um, kind of like in Harry Potter, they use magic to, like, you know, cast spells. And this one, they also use magic. To, to raise from the dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to raise a man from Christians are necromancers. It's about time <laughs> someone said it. Um, yeah. I they seemed vaguely Italian. I want to get that out of the way. Yeah, there was a little bit of that, but I think we've gone <laughs> so far in one direction. I don't think at this point to downshift into Italian jokes is what we want to go for. Um... <laughs> Dan, why don't you go ahead and grab that big fucking board behind you, oh, which has the Moody Blues board. Uh, scoreboard for yes. the season, and why don't you go ahead and uh, dial in two zeros for me, bud? Because <laughs> uh, this movie does not deserve any uh, attention, praise, rewatching whatsoever. Uh, I'm only glad that we did a live cast version of this episode just so you guys could hear a little bit of the actual film um, because otherwise I would never recommend another human being to watch this. It's basically cancer. It's a, a, a Hallmark movie made by an idiot um, 
for a lifetime channel that would never accept it. It's a sad, narcissistic, pitifully Christian look at a <laughs> pandemic that really is killing people right now. Yeah, literally and right it now. It does not deserve to be softened by a trash movie. Literally right now, it's still happening. A thousand people died today. Anyway, and they're like five hundred thousand people survived. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Their ultimate text message at the end of the film was, "Look how many people have survived." Yeah, like almost to say, like, "Look how many souls the Lord has saved right. from coronavirus." Right. It's like, yeah. I mean, if like you are in a room with like twenty five people, and and like twenty two of them catch fire and die, you're not really like looking around being like. Wow, like thankfully there's two of us. Like I mean celebrate that. That's like you have survivor's guilt and then you kill yourself is what happens after that. I mean that's a clear transition to like the all lives matter mentality. They don't. I'm gonna do no lives matter. Has that been done yet? Of course. Every fucking edgelord fucking queen (laughs) since this whole thing has started has You're making me feel young, stop. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, okay. So many goth bitches on YouTube just like, no lives matter, bro. I guess, like, there's only one way to go but down from here, right? <laughs> I mean, up. How do you mean, up? Um, so, we, have we ever given a movie a double zero? No, I don't think so. Is this a particularly great way to start things off? <laughs> I guess so. I maybe. It is what it is. I mean, we're going to watch a good movie next. Are we? You know what I mean? Yeah, we're going to watch probably Fast and Furious, right? <laughs> Which, by the way, I, I checked and saw it was two full hours yeah, today. Yeah, it's a juicy one. It's a, it's a meaty it's a one. Juice. <laughs> I mean, how else are you going to fit fucking Dom, fucking uh, Paul Walker, what's his name? Paul Walker. What's his fucking character? Brian. Yeah. Brian. Yeah, fucking the D's. Rome's gonna fucking be Fucking Chris Ludacris Bridges. Well, um, you'll have to come back and catch us for that one, or if our plans fly out the window, we'll do something else and pretend like nobody heard this end tag. What do you think about that, Dan? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to season three, baby! <laughs> Dude, these are like... If, we're, if shit's gonna get weird like this, we might need to start having like some bonus like subscription based episodes this this reeks of a Patreon episode yeah like should we like bury this and just like um never release it I mean release it um (laughs) after the season and be like this was the season premiere but then we were like wow that's really like it'll be like a bonus feature for like our season 2 box set It'll be like you have to sign into our Podbean with our account. Yeah, you have to send send, so send your license and like a reference. Venmo me or Dan ten dollars <laughs> to listen to this episode, and we will send you the login info for the podcast. <laughs> it is the track on private called Doctor Patel's Masterpiece. Um, give that a double click, and you'll yeah, be on your way. For sure, can't be the season premiere. <laughs> <laughs> it just can't. <laughs> Just can't. <laughs> Maybe we save this for like after the virus is over. <laughs> when people are in a better mood. <laughs> okay. I don't want to lose my job during the plague. Well, that being said, uh, <laughs> shout out to all of Dan's bosses who are listening to this roughly one week from now. <laughs> and uh, I hope everybody is ready for a good third season uh if you're listening to this because it's been released after the third season has come out i hope you enjoyed the third season we tried really really hard dan didn't enjoy moonraker but what are we gonna do it's as good as it gets he goes to space so whatever much like the new fast and the furious will dan any final thoughts dude no that movie was abhorrent (laughs) it's like all like you know there's the first time you watch the room and you're like Oh, wow, like, I didn't realize that, like, movies could get, like, this (laughs) shitty with enough willpower behind them, but, like, it becomes this funny thing because it's so ludicrous. Nothing about this movie was ludicrous. It was played so straight. There was no, like, like, you know, we have, we have narrative arcs and, like, expectations of narrative arcs for a reason. It's because otherwise it's fucking boring unless you're going to subvert them in some way. This was like just like watching a crying woman go about her day over the course of two weeks as her husband had a cold. 
Yeah, I mean that is exactly like, <laughs> that's exactly what we just watched for. And, and by the way, the movie was an hour and 20, 25 minutes long, and felt like nine hours long. And we didn't even stop it that much, honestly. It just felt like an eon. Um, it was really, really yeah. It was it was poorly edited. Really, just so awful. The dialogue was awful. Mm-hmm. The acting was hilarious. Mm-hmm. The ADR the, was absolutely the terrible. The sexual tension was misplaced and bizarre. <laughs> As per usual on this podcast, yeah, but allusions this one, to pedophilia were abound throughout yeah, the whole film. Yeah, uh, this one, like... I, I This felt like it was a, an entire cast of humans that had been human trafficked into the film. <laughs> yeah. Like, the, the kids and the adults seemed like this, they were victims of human human trafficking. This is actually the... the remember that, that documentary series, like, 7-Up or mm-hmm. whatever? It's like that, but this is the second edition of Jesus Camp. This is just all those kids from Jesus Camp. This is the Camp. sequel to Jesus Camp. <laughs> yeah. Or these are the kids from... The most talented kids from Jesus Camp made this movie together. <laughs> yeah, that one girl was like... <laughs> um, anyway, uh, with that... Should we do Jesus Camp for an episode? <laughs> no, that speaks, that speaks for itself. You don't need two Jews to tell you how fucking wrong-headed people in that movie are. I'd love to speak for those kids. Like, I think any person would watch that and be like, wow, what an unfortunate turn for humanity this was. <laughs> anyway, I'm Dan Lyons, yeah. and, uh... <laughs> I'm withholding my last name. Yeah. I, like, uh, I, I withheld my middle it? name after the episode, so I'm, I'm downgraded back to Dan Lyons. <laughs> Can you bleep them out in the beginning? <laughs> you want me to bleep my name? Uh, I'm plausible deniability. <laughs> well, this went well. Um, thanks to all of our subscribers on Patreon. Um, yeah, anything else, Dan? No, I'm good. I'm, All right, cool. I'm good. All right. <laughs> Cue the Bollywood music. <laughs> <laughs>